0: Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On the Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Great to have you company for On the Pace on this Wednesday morning edition here on Sky Sports Radio. The Breeders' Challenge is well and truly underway, and with yesterday's uh, racing at Menangle, we have a a slightly clearer picture on the Breeders' Challenge so far. We'll head to Bathurst this evening for some more, but let's go through the results uh, of yesterday afternoon's Breeders' Challenge Round 1 heats. Luxa Turner, she continued on her winning way to make it 7 from 7 in her career when winning her first round heat really comprehensively. 154 the mile rate home in 26 and 8. American Spirit for Lizzie Heath and Rob Morris was too good in the second of the heats, uh, this for the two-year-old Colts and Geldings. In the third race, I keep smiling with some sort of performance now with the Belinda and Luke McCarthy stable uh, this sweet Lou Philly, she's pretty smart. She now makes her career record stand at seven starts for six wins at a minor. She made an early mistake and was still too good for the short-price favourite, Tintin Joe. So she's certainly one to watch throughout the series. Humble, we spoke to Brad Hewitt last week when this guy won at Bathurst on Wednesday night. We spoke to him on Thursday. He gave a good push for him going forward, but he was very sharp, winning uh, his heat there for the two-year-old Colts and Golding's Brad continued on that good run with Captain. It's not great to see him back in action. And he looked really, really good uh, in 151-9 and nine in the three-year-old Colts and Geldings division. For real life, had his first look around Menangle, the Queensland Colt for Trent Dawson. And he was great, 26-2 on the way home. So all of those runners, of course, will progress through to the semifinals. And no real surprises there. A lot of the favoured uh, horses for the series that lined up. I progressed through nicely as mentioned we head to Bathurst tonight for another 10 race card of which eight of those races the Breeders' challenge heats for the two and three year olds we've also got a trialing session underway at menangle at the present time an open class trial kick things off with the New Zealand Cup nominated Loyalist successful there 152 and 7 home in 26 and 6 so we haven't seen him since his Queensland campaign where he brought home the Redcliffe Cup trophy so he's amongst nominations for the New Zealand Cup he's right on the cusp of making it through so I'm sure uh, the Connections will want to have him up and rolling fairly shortly uh, to maybe contest some bigger races who knows a Victoria Cup nomination might be thrown in for loyalist uh, but he's certainly amongst nominations for that second tuesday in november at addington uh, alongside spirit of st louis swayze for the aussies and there has been some uh, certainly talk around captain ravishing with the late nomination but he won that open class trial defeating firefox and unfazed and in the trot uh, doff your cap was successful for jared alchin 156 and two quite a sharp closing 800 meters there so that's how the trialing session has been so far uh, Great to see my ultimate Snowy back at the trials. He'll go around in trial number four again for Jared Altrin. He was a horse with a a good opinion surrounding him early last year as a two-year-old. He was able to win three straight before disappointing in the APG final where he was a short price favorite, but he's having his second trial today. So you'll be able to catch all of those results and replays on the harness.org.au website shortly. And if you missed the news late yesterday afternoon as well, uh, we know that the Kara Carnival of Cups will kick off this reimagined series and uh, Daryl Braithwaite will be performing there amongst others. Well, for the Young edition, uh, which will be on December 1st, The Living End has been locked in as a headline act amongst a few other uh, musical performers. So make sure if you want to head along to Young on December 1, you uh, pop onto the website and It's a free ticketed event, but you still need to register your interest. So that is all available at the Carnival of Cups website. Let's hopefully find a winner tonight at Bathurst. Ten races in total, as mentioned, the first there at 5.43. Many of the uh, the races on tonight's card, Breeders Challenge Heats. And Matt Rue has a few intriguing contenders in uh, many of them. In Later in the card, in fact, you'll be in races 5, 6, 7 and 8. And he's our guest for On The Pace this morning. Good morning, Matt. How are you?
1: morning brit well thank you
0: excellent staff let's get stuck in you've got two representatives in uh race number five which is in a breeders challenge heat but the first of them is caught on the edge a relatively recent addition to the stable but he's been a certainly a, a good pickup so consistent a few uh, a win there and then a few minor placings as well and he looks well in this evening
1: yeah he's um been a good addition uh they just sort of stand him up he wasn't having much luck with Barry draws and. A lot of things sort of weren't falling his way and um, been sort of placing him pretty well up here using Olivia's claim and, and Jet Turnbull's claim there one night just sort of racing him up in grade if possible and with the claim sort of ensuring that he might draw one so it's a sort of a method that's been working and he looks pretty well placed again there tonight.
0: He's got the inside gate. We saw him draw one there two starts ago where he was able to kick through and leave. Would you expect a, a similar scenario to unfold tonight? Are you hoping for a similar scenario?
1: Yeah, it'll sort of be left up to Olivia. It can be an aggressive kind of horse, so he'll sort of make his decision himself. She'll come out uh, like confident. No one will actually cross him off the gate. He's got super early speed, so she'll just come out and work it out from there. Um, look, he goes good in front, but you also do leave yourself... A bit of a sit and shot with Laura Dawn up the sprint line, then, but he, she won't hand up to this anyone. Put it that way. All
0: right, that's in race five. You've also got Mighty Adam engaged. He'll go around as a bit of a roughie, but he himself was a pretty good winner there a few starts ago at Young and Strong Time when doing all of the work. It looks a tricky draw on paper.
1: Yeah, it does. He sort of he really enjoys them half-mile country tracks there. He can get up outside the, the leader and sort of will look his way uh, to the win. Uh, not so much on these kind of tracks, so he'll have to be driven a lot different to that tonight. But if it gets run upside down, he's always around the mark. But it looks a tough night out for him, but he'll, he'll still perform well.
0: Okay, that's the up to 75 race. That's the first leg of the Quaddy race number five. Caught on the edge looks a, a good chance, though, so from the inside gate. Then we roll into the Breeders Challenge Heats. And I wanted to ask you a bit about this horse, Horn Player. Now, his overall record is nine starts, three wins, and three minor placings. He started off his career in uh, probably not the best fashion. He was a little bit... Uh, to the eye, looked not quite ready for racing at the back end of last year. He had plenty of trials as well, but he's really clicked this season and his record has been exemplary. He's run some great races up in company as well. You go back to that APG Gold Bullion final where he ran third. I would assume you have a nice opinion of this guy.
1: Yeah, we do. And um, we sort of always have. Like you said, he didn't start his career off great, which was surprising because his trials leading into them, first two runs were... Second to none really, and then he just went horrible in them both, and I was really lost as to what to do with him. So we backed off him and turned him out, and um, been the making of him, and uh, he's really come along this preparation though. He's developed um, really good early speed, which he was sort of lacking early on in his life. Um, he can really put himself in the picture now, and he's strengthened up a lot too. He's always had sort of wicked high speed, um, but he's definitely gotten a lot stronger to go along with it, and um. Yeah, the run down at Menangle was was great, and then even here last week I was slightly concerned. Last week he was first up for four weeks and um, missed sort of considerable amount of work in between. He, he went out to the Spelling Farm uh, after the Menangle run and sort of hurt his tail out there. So I mean, he came back and couldn't lift his tail up at all for nearly two weeks. So there was minimal training being done. Uh, in between them two runs, and he acquitted himself super last week, uh, even given them circumstances.
0: Yeah, no doubt about that. So you would expect there to be some fair improvement tonight, but uh, clashing with better be the best. They'll have to be.
1: Yeah, look, I, I'm under no illusion that he'll be turning up and beating better be the best tonight. Uh, he's if he's not the best Australian cold in Australia, he's definitely in the top uh, three, I believe. Um, so, but I, I just think. You know, I'll be super uh, positive on my guy tonight early. I sort of feel if he can't really come out hard, put himself on the front and wait for Amanda to get there only and run a really good second, um, he sort of can't go any deeper into the series anyway. So we'll we'll be super confident with him tonight and be aggressive and give him his best chance to run second and go for me.
0: All right. But there is plenty of improvement through last week's effort?
1: Yeah, look, it'll definitely come on from it. Um, but, yeah, I... Look, I've got so much respect for better be the best. So, yeah, I think second's the best we can do, but I'm confident he can come away with that.
0: All right, that's race number six, the first of the three-year-old Colts and Geldings divisions. And then you have Deepwater Cam engaged in the second of those. And this guy himself has a nice record, just six starts, two wins and a minor placing as well. The most recent of those wins at Cowra in pretty tough fashion as well. I would assume you probably don't have quite the same opinion of him as Horn player, but all in all, he's been really consistent and he's got a good draw to contend with.
1: Yeah, he's another kind of horse that he'll develop in time. He's, he's no horn player, but um, he keeps getting better with each run. He's a very slow learning horse. He won on the weekend there at Kiara. Uh, it was a very strong run, as you said, but he done plenty wrong. Um, so tonight, just be a matter of sort of ducking to the fence. The one will get out good and hold a good position. If we can just get him on the rail there and, and teach him to follow the speed well, obviously it's a big jump up in class, that. If he can finish on the heels of some of these better ones here tonight and not getting beat, so I'll be wrapped in that and um, better things going forward later on for him.
0: And in race number eight, Boulevard of Dreams, is your engagement here. She's a two-year-old filly who's had the two starts for a minor placing on debut, and then uh, she was too good last time out and far too good. She was awesome winning there in 156. She's a late, I guess, developing two-year-old in terms of coming to the races but I would say uh, from what we've seen at her at the trial, she's been a, a good improver as well and you've clearly had this series in mind. It appears as though her whole preparation has been targeted towards it.
1: Yeah, it has. I had her up and trialling in March for the Gold Tiara, and she won a trial one night and went well and then the next week she sort of turned up and got a few things wrong and just sort of made me feel like time was the best friend for her. I didn't think she could sort of do much damage throughout that series, so we opted to turn her out. The owners were super understanding there. Um, so she ended up having about four or five months out, and she's back up now, and um, everything's gone to plan. She's still, yeah, immature too in the mind as well as the body, I guess. But uh, last week was a great win. Obviously, this is harder. Thorin sees a pretty smart filly that's got a... Few issues, but it can certainly run. And Brad and David would have done some work on her, and I'm sure they've got her ironed out. But yeah, um, still reasonably confident we can run a a big race here tonight and see if we can go a bit better at deeper in this year.
0: You mentioned Siren C, and she's a favourite presently. She's had three starts for two wins, but in her last two runs, she's done, uh, going back to two starts, guys, you'd say she did a few things wrong. Does Is your filly professional enough to to have a little early look? And the early speed that she showed last week would suggest that maybe she naturally wants to go forward.
1: Yeah, that's right. I was sort of one thing I've been trying to school into her some early speed because she was never real interested in it throughout her trials. But last week she began well and there was a lot of hot speed there last week too, so... Um, I reckon tonight she'll be even smarter again, and um, we'll have a nice shot from the front and see what happens from there. And, uh, and then it'll just all depend on what pressure we caught from there. But we'll definitely be looking to, to get across early and see if we can acquit ourselves forward and go from there.
0: All right, five runners tonight, Matt. Who are you taking to the races with the most confidence surrounding?
1: Um, probably caught on the edge, just because he's he's got the rail draw there, and um, he's you know he'd be in the. Top sort of two or three horses in that race, and um, I've got a, a great opinion of Horn Player and Boulevard of Dreams, but they're probably coming up against the the two best horses in the region in their heat. So, um, they're all uh, really good credentials of running placings. Um, and that might be just be a night we might have to play uh, play bridesmaid, but um, yeah, probably caught on the edge of best winning team
0: All right, that's race five, number nine horse uh, tonight, horse number one, caught on the edge, currently $3 tab fixed price favorite in what's a pretty even race. But, of course, a barrier draw is going to be really in his favor. Best of luck tonight, Matt. Really appreciate your time and particularly going forward in this Breeders Challenge series. There's some good money on offering and you've got a few nice up-and-coming horses that can certainly play parts. appreciate you joining us.
1: No worries. Thank you.
0: Matt Rue joining us this morning so uh, race 5 number 1 caught on the edge he's highlighted his best chance but the likes of Horn Player and Boulevard of Dreams certainly look horses to watch going through that Breeders Challenge series uh, interesting uh, that backstory with Horn Player clearly hasn't had a trouble free preparation but uh, if it's first up Effort last week was anything to go by. He might give Better Be the Best something to think about tonight. It wouldn't be the first time he's caused an upset. Of course, going back to two starts ago, he defeated Naturally Gifted at Menangle when he was $1.06, Naturally Gifted in Hornplay was $23. So he's not uh, unaccustomed to causing uh, some surprises when he steps out at the races. So that's tonight. Bathurst race this evening. 10 races in total, 543, eight heats of the Breeders' Challenge series. Tomorrow we have a doubleheader with Tamworth. And Penrith before Friday, uh, the action really ramps up. There's two markets available as well uh, with TAB presently for Saturday night's Menangle card. The Carousel is that feature, the Schweppes Carousel final of $50,000. That's race number six. And also the Open Class event, race number three on the card. If you have anything there that takes your interest, you can uh, check out the TAB market right now that's on the pace for this Wednesday I'll be back tomorrow morning from 10 30 with all of the wash up of tonight's breeders challenge heats from Bathurst and hopefully a few winners to be found for tomorrow's cards of racing